You are tuning in to an archived episode of the Tommy's Outdoors Conservation and Science Podcast. After you finish listening to it, why not take a moment to listen to one of the most recent episodes? I'm sure you'll enjoy it. This is Tommy's Outdoors number 14, and this is the one not to miss. My guest today is a CEO of Wild Adventure Way, Caroline Birch. Oh boy, what an energetic person she is. And we had a great fun recording that episode. Uh, and we were talking about adventures. So first off, Wild Adventure Way is a website where you can go ahead and book adventure. Whatever it is, you know, whatever floats your boat, whether it's air or, or land or water, uh, you can go there, select from the, you know, whole host of various, you know, adventurous activities and go ahead book and go ahead and book one and and off you go um also at the end of the podcast uh, caroline is uh, giving away to our listeners uh a random act of adventure um so make sure make sure you listen to the very end of the podcast so you can uh you know perhaps uh use that that offer any episode we're talking about adventure what is adventure what makes us drawn to our uh, adventure and why we need it. Uh, we're talking about state of flow. We're talking about hunting. We're talking about, uh, of course, surfing and many other things. Um, so, yeah, after you listen to that podcast, uh, don't forget to check wildadventureway.com. Give them follow on Twitter, Instagram and, and, and whatever have you. Uh, go ahead and book an, book an adventure. And um, also don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or whenever you're aggregating your podcasts. So anyway, um, with, without any further ado, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Caroline Birch. Hello, with me today... Unexpected guest, a little bit. Caroline, how are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Is it because of the weather? Yeah, it's the weather. It's the time. It's the moon. We had this conversation on the yeah. way in here. Just generally, it's a, it's a great time. It's a great time. Yeah, yeah. The, the weather is, is um, what to say, not typical. It's not typical. And it, it takes away the challenge of really having to feel good. You kind of get up, you get out, you can wear a T-shirt outside. It's yeah. amazing. That's what, I, that's, that's what I'm missing. I'm actually missing like a feel of the warmth of this, uh, yeah. on the skin. This is, <laughs> this is it. So, so usually each time when I'm flying somewhere, I'm walking on the stairs down the plane. Yeah. It's like, oh, can you feel this on your skin? Exactly. It's actually warm. It's it not windy. <laughs> exactly. It hits you and it, fe it, feels, it feels amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how important it is to to feel wind and sun and the yeah. elements on your skin you yeah. know it's you've got so much sensation going on within your skin it's yeah. it's uh yeah it's incredible so yeah, yeah fantastic absolutely yeah. fantastic and we have that weather here in county Kerry this summer 
is it is it global warming <laughs> what do you make of that like, i we, know we, we have to touch on that <laughs> we have to touch on that <laughs> i know i like geez it, that's a big topic you know what it is it's just today right now it's warm and it's lovely and i'm loving it so like that's that's where i go with that with that conversation <laughs> and with that topic it's the here and now it's fantastic do what you can to try and like reduce all the yeah. issues that are causing global warming yeah. But, you know, yeah, right yeah, here yeah. and now, it's yeah, fantastic. We, we're just going to enjoy that. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> so, so maybe for the benefits of our, of our listeners, how, like I, I mentioned, there's a little bit uh, um, like uh, unexpected. So how we met, it was like one day, it was nice weather like that. And I was coming back. Fit, no, so sorry, that just, just so, so the weather was nice and sunny, but it was cold. So everybody was pretending it's this nice <laughs> sunny weather and uh, uh, and they they break out the t-shirts yeah. and the short pants and they go on the beach it's like, wind yeah it's the <laughs> wind, the and, wind. Yeah, it wind was and windy cold. exactly exactly so that was that day it was sunny and windy yeah. and I was coming back uh, I was trying to f- f- fishing I was trying to to fish for bass and obviously you couldn't cast the lure because of the wind and all that mm-hmm. And then I met you and a, and a couple of buddies on the on the on the car park talking about the website. And yes. I was like, "Hey, it seems like some outdoorsy type of adventure." Yes. Can you tell us about it? Absolutely. Okay. Cool. So you met me on a day where I was actually working with Ryan. So Ryan's a, like a top class uh, kite surfer that's based in Brandon Bay. Mm-hmm. Now, the website that we have is called Wild Adventure Way. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to get all the adventure providers in Ireland onto one website, mm-hmm. one platform, so that we can easily find, compare, and book adventure activities here in Ireland. Because at the moment, people don't fully appreciate what we have. And we have such incredible opportunities for adventure. Like, truly, you can go kite surfing in Brandon Bay and be the only one there. And it's world-class conditions. You know, you have yeah. Mount Brandon, which is second highest Mount, like just that little area, Castle Gregory, Maharese, it's just phenomenal. So yeah, you met us on that day. It was amazing weather. Like the the, the times that you get beautiful wind and like really good quality. Like for kite surfing, actually wind is okay. It's amazing. I would, I would say like it's kite surfing and, and sailing are yeah. probably... Wind surfing, kite surfing. And, yeah, everything wind involved yeah. is great in Ireland. I, I know. <laughs> There's, there, and it's so funny, like for every for every weather condition that one person doesn't like there's another person that's waiting for it and mm. wanting it and yearning yeah, for it you yeah. know so it's a it's a beautiful balance oh, you need to pick your activity that you need suits to pick the, your... the suits i tell you what no no it's not even that you need to have a range of activities so yeah, that you're exactly. because the surf i always found that I used to be in a you know in the surfing community and there are days like when there's no swell these guys are depressed like they're waiting <laughs> and they're honest to god they're waiting for the swell to come in and they're doing nothing and they're open around <laughs> and you know and they're complaining about the wind but if you manage to like yeah. to work it out a little bit strategically you can yeah. get a little bit of you know wind go go kite surfing yeah. no wind you go surfing no wind no waves you go stand up paddle boarding yeah. you know like there's there's something for every condition you know yeah so it's, so it's so many things that i didn't even know where to start so maybe uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so maybe for first first thing first what you define as adventure what falls under under adventure Adventure for me is something where you don't know exactly what's going to happen in the end. So oh. you don't have full control over what the end result is going to it be. It seems like every day. Absolutely. No, and it truly is. It truly is. Adventure is a mindset. Adventure is a mindset. And it's a basic human need. 
Um, and it's so powerful and it's a direct link to get into flow. Mm. So if you want to get into a flow state, you, you know, you've got to get into adventure and the key to adventure is saying yes. Mm. If you start saying yes to opportunities, which you don't know the outcome that's going to, you know, th that, that's going to become or arise because of that opportunity, mm -hmm. you're, you're going on an adventure. Right. So, so essentially you're aiming to, to, to be like a hub where, where everybody was like, mm, I would, I would do something, a anything goes. So, yes. so is it essentially any activities? Like, so, so is there a difference between <laughs> activities and yeah. adventures? Because if you say like, okay, <clears throat> recently also now they building the uh, or planning to build Greenway from Tralee to Phoenix. Oh yeah, Tralee, cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. I so. Know uh bike rental right yeah. so if there's somebody says like hey i want to be on your website yeah. uh, with a bike rental yeah right outside of the business about aspect of it because yeah. probably you know from a business perspective you say oh yeah sure yeah but then it doesn't sound like a particularly adventurous thing to to, to hire a bike and cycle 40 kilometers or you know, know. <laughs> and it was difficult so at the beginning i did you know i'm coming from a kite surfing like mm -hmm. you know mountain running mm -hmm. adventure background mm -hmm. And at the beginning, yeah, I went and I was like, it's got to be an outdoor adventure sports. Mm. Um, and I wanted it all to be eco-conscious, animal friendly mm -hmm. and inclusive of those mm -hmm. with diverse mm -hmm. abilities. But then you're closing the door on a lot of adventure activities. And what's, yeah. ad what it, what's adventure for someone is, is well, totally different for well, someone else. Well, exactly. So exactly. We're, we are opening doors to pretty much everyone. Like we have a Segway tour, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like in my books, that's not really adventure. But <laughs> to be honest, once you're getting out and once you're getting out into nature, you're doing mm -hmm. something different. You're not spending your time in the pubs, you know, like we're we're happy having people on board and 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 catering to a range. And if they're coming into that one space, mm -hmm. they go on that Segway tour, yeah. and then next to that Segway tour, they see something about like surfing or they see something about you yeah. know going for a hike. They're they're one step closer to yeah. to sort of when, when they when, out. when they browsing your website, they say, oh, what's this thing? Well, here? that's <laughs> it exactly. Well, exactly. You're just like because some people have no idea, mm. no idea. So we've. Yeah. We've also launched, we're launching uh, the Random Act of Adventure campaign. So mm -hmm. it's like Commit a Random Act of Kindness, mm -hmm. which they've got going on. And it's a pass it on, a pass it forward campaign. We've got the yeah. Random Act of Adventure. So we launched the company a couple of weeks ago and we brought the Minister for Tourism and Sport on a Random Act of Adventure. He literally, he oh, turned, awesome. it was super cool. So he turned up at the launch. I, I asked him if he'd come to the launch and would he be up for an adventure? He said, mm -hmm. look, once I don't have to, like, once it doesn't jeopardize my ring of carry cycle, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not so keen on, on, on getting in the water, mm -hmm. I'll be I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Completely forgot about it. Turned up <laughs> and in his like suit and like all like proper suited and booted. And then we handed him a wetsuit, mm -hmm. looked at it, was really hesitant because he's like, oh God. But my, <laughs> my, my thinking was, okay, stand up paddle boarding. You're not really like mm. in the water. You're mm -hmm. kind of like on the water. <laughs> 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 but fair play to him. So he got changed, got mm. out and he helped launch our random mm. active adventure campaign. So he's now awesome. passing that forward. Awesome. Um, and then we're, we're going to have a couple of different streams of that going on. So I was mm -hmm. going to, at the end, actually offer mm -hmm. one of your listeners a random active adventure as well. So oh, awesome. however they get in touch with you and we'll, we'll, we'll go over at the end anyway. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. So that's great. Yeah. So fantastic. So <clears throat> now you touch on on very important thing that, that in, in one of the episodes was already mentioned, like in Ireland, there's so many opportunities. It's unbelievable. Mm. And, and especially 
you know, one, like you mentioned, there's not a lot of people. Sometimes you you alone or you're not in mm. a crowded yeah. beach or you're not on a crowded woods yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or somewhere else. And then, you know, also financial aspect. I think it's 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 really affordable. Yeah. And I was always giving that example of, of golfing. And again, we may say like whether golfing is the outdoors or whether it's adventure. Probably not adventure, but maybe outdoors. Yeah, I <laughs> definitely actually, outdoors. Uh, it's definitely, definitely outdoors. outdoors. And, and I, even the tagline of the podcast is, you know, hunting, fishing, this and that, yeah. even golfing. Right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so not to pick up on, on golfers because I, I, like the first time I started golfing, I was like, oh, why didn't I try that earlier? It's so nice. It's green grass. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, never yeah, mind yeah. all the rest, but the aspect of walking and the nice. Yeah. Yeah, the concept's quite yeah. nice, right? Yeah. And I said, like, if you want to get into golfing in, in like in continental Europe, in in, in Poland or mm. Germany, it's, like, it's a serious money. You're talking like a serious oh, yeah. money. Oh, yeah. Well, here is like every village has like a, a you know, nine holes golf yes, course. And, and I and I bought for 50 quid like a used <laughs> like a used club. Like, awesome, let's go. <laughs> But then, but then it's then it's still beautiful because then it's still a game, and that's that's the important thing about mm. adventure as well as it's it's being playful, mm. you know. Like I, I was speaking about this the other day. Play is so important, you know. We mm. as we grow up, as we develop as a child, like play is integral to development. It's so so important, and then we just reach an age where it stops. You know, like, does it really? But it does. You go to. You have to be serious. You have to go to work. You 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 know. Then you go from work to here to you know. It's all very yeah, serious. Yeah, but then, but then but then after work you're sitting at home and you're playing PlayStation or something. Well, That's you're not, playing PlayStation. Not, well, or whoever <laughs> or whoever else, right? This is so. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm heading with that yeah, is yeah. That, that that humans actually humans compared to other animals maintaining we're getting into biology now yeah yeah no absolutely but but humans as a as a as a species they maintaining mm. a lot of this um childhood characteristics into the adulthood like if yeah. you if you if you compare you know cats or dogs or or you, you know hoofed animals or even gorillas mm. once they mature there's very little of a, like a childish you know, they silliness. They still play, though. They still play. There's and there's movement. That's the yeah. But I'm not talking about the like a like a house dog. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. a wild animal. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They don't display the 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 behaviors for from you know known for their for their young compared to human beings where you know. You may argue that kite surfing or anything like that. It's not exactly. Oh, that's playful. Like that's playing. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's playing with nature while nature plays with yeah, you, and yeah. and nature, the wind being your playmate. Like that's that's amazing, and that's what I would say. Sort of adventure sports have over, let's say PlayStation, is you you don't have movement. You don't have movement when you're playing a PlayStation. You don't get the endorphins. You don't express yourself through movement. And you don't fully face up to fears that you might when you're <laughs> climbing up a mountain or when yeah. you're, you know, when you're... Oh, you're not using your body. Or you're not using your body. Yeah. You uh, except if you are if you have one of these games where you're hooking up your bike or you're hacking up whatever. <laughs> yeah. I know it's crazy these days. You no, know, it is crazy though, yeah, isn't it, yeah, these yeah, days? Yeah, There's yeah. all sorts going on. But still, nothing, nothing replaces getting out into nature. There yeah. are just so many elements to outdoor adventure sports that are beneficial for you. Basically, it started my like my sort of start with it was 
I was always into health and fitness, always. Mm. I uh, I have an oste- uh, like a master's degree in osteopathy. Mm-hmm. And what's that? Osteopathy, it's have you heard of a chiropractor? Yeah. Physiotherapist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of a mix between the two. Okay. So we we get the body to heal itself. It's okay. you're, you're almost like a mechanic for the body. Okay, okay. Um and you're looking at the body in a very mechanical way. So okay. you're you're looking to make a musculoskeletal diagnosis. So a diagnosis of either the muscles or the skeleton. Okay. And if you can't make a diagnosis of the muscles or the skeleton, then you're referring that mm-hmm. person on to someone that is appropriately trained to treat yeah, that person. Yeah. So Working away, and then I had uh, a, an injury. I trained mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu as mm-hmm. well, and mm-hmm. uh, so I was in a jiu-jitsu fight, and mm-hmm. I kind of separated and broke my shoulder, mm-hmm. uh, which meant I couldn't work. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, we'll, go, we'll go to the club. Uh, yeah. I, I separated shoulder in my <laughs> oh, shoulder. Really? Well. <laughs> oh, my God, isn't it the most painful thing ever? Blimey. Well, the, Look, fu- the, funny, like the, fun- the, fun- the funny thing is that, that I had a surgery like eight years after after actual uh injury yeah you know it was kind of separating on the mat during training and i was kind of putting it back together putting it back and it was like and it was like a funny thing because finally there was uh the the bone the the part of the socket just Mm. gave up okay and it's so my shoulders start dislocating like on every workout every every training right so i said like all right i'm done i'm going to the doctor And then in the hospital, they they doing this like a like a checklist or like an interview. Yeah, and it's like okay, how long ago the injury happened? It's like eight years. What? <laughs> eight years. Okay. <laughs> how many times your the shoulder separated? I was like, well, hundreds. Oh my god. How many times you've been in the emergency? None. <laughs> you know? It was funny because he started. He 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 goes through that list, and he's like, "I said, no, 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 I'm gonna tell you. No, 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 I go through the list. No, no, I tell you. No, no, no I go through the list." And then he, I asked him, "Okay, okay, so you tell me." You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just gave up. <laughs> but anyways, we we like, we like that. <laughs> And what were you training before? Uh, there was it was everything. It started with Aikido. It started with oh, wrestling, cool. and there was Aikido, oh, nice. and there was Kendo, okay. and there was Iaido, and then there was okay. also. Um, tai chi but the form of the sword yeah and then uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu guys come to our because we had like a mat and place and say oh in can, poland yeah yeah okay. can we some subcontract that mat yeah, and so yeah. like yeah sure so they start training so oh maybe you're gonna join our training of course uh, okay, so yeah, there's yeah. like a mixed martial arts for you right <laughs> except it was like a years and years yeah so so oh that's cool a, that's nice yeah like hard on the body right yes. hard on the body mm. and so yeah injury no work um sling and you know left to kind of left to fend for myself kind of mm. thing and i decided to write a book mm. and i wrote a book about adventure mm-hmm. and the benefits of adventure and it was kind of like a literature review so i did a lot of mm. research mm. of the benefits behind yeah. adventure outdoor adventure sports yeah. and um and i just started learning a lot about flow mm-hmm. and the flow state mm-hmm. which is um a state of being that you get into mm-hmm. um which you get into in playstation mm-hmm. facebook is designed to bring you into a state of flow all right i got it yeah gotcha. I and you. outdoor adventure sports do it for you as well and they're they're kind of it's they're a state of mind that you can consciously get yourself into right y- yes you well yes and no i mean it, it requires a certain it requires some sort of parameters mm-hmm. it requires that something has an element of uh an element of unknown it requires mm-hmm. that something is uh is sort of challenging but mm-hmm. not too challenging mm-hmm. if it's too challenging then it becomes frustrating and you enter a state of being stuck uh <laughs> which we've all had yeah. but then if you're able to work through that state of being stuck 
that's when you start entering into the flow state and you know yeah. when you even when you get into a project mm-hmm. and you you get you have that real struggle kind of like trying to work your way through mm-hmm. it and all the rest of it and then you you start to like see the light and you start to have new ideas and you start mm-hmm. to come at it from different sort of directions yeah. and then you lose sense of time mm-hmm. and the next thing you know you spent like seven hours on this project lost all sense of time and like you, you don't you don't you don't even know where you are yeah, yeah, you know and yeah. that's flow yeah and and that's and that's the that's what you get into when you go out into the water when you go out kite surfing or surfing or or mountain running or mm. whatever it might be cycling cycling whatever it is especially when there's there has to be a sense of challenge to it if there's no real challenge if there and if there's no so yeah if there's no real challenge to it, it's too easy you won't you won't actually enter that flow okay, state okay so how so so how the flow state is different or is the same thing as this kind of meditative state of mind you know like when you're when you're paddling or yeah. when you're cycling for eight hours straight yeah yeah yeah. and right and somebody asks like what are you thinking about when you're cycling for eight hours nothing. like nothing nothing right i don't like yeah. is that the, the same s- that's it that's flow so, so this is like the same, con- same, yeah, same yeah, concept yeah yeah absolutely okay absolutely okay, okay, absolutely okay. but there is no so so you say like a unknown is required that uh what is required unknown or just say element of unknown and uh, an element of unknown yeah absolutely like you don't actually know what's gonna happen you, mm. you know you don't specifically know what's gonna happen it's like in the game with the playstation mm. you don't know exactly right. what's gonna if you knew what's gonna happen so what's the element of unknown when you're cycling or when you when you when you're pedaling your kayak well you never well you never know what's gonna happen you like and that's the beautiful thing with, with oh, nature right, yeah. you don't you d- you genuinely oh, okay so that's a that's an element exactly that's, yeah, you, that's unpredictable that's it not and not just the elements even just yourself you know whether mm-hmm. to whether you can make it for eight hours or whether you hit a pothole and you know mm-hmm. and when you're going down a, a hill super fast when you're cycling yeah. like you, you i don't know about you but like mm-hmm. the thoughts do come into mind like oh jesus like you know if something was that <laughs> if something was that if i hit a pothole like you know i'm done or you're coming around a bend really fast and you're going oh gee, like if someone comes around that bend now mm-hmm. while i'm coming you know and you have those moments where you're like oh that was a close call and then like that gives you a bit of drive to go a little bit further and then if you're right. able to push yourself a little bit harder a little bit further a little bit faster if you're able to sort of beat your time or you know and it's it comes into then playing with yourself being playful being playful with with what you're doing mm. you know and then because the moment it becomes too serious you you lose flow right right you know the the moment that it becomes too serious too structured too strategic too thought about you lose your sense of flow and 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 often people will say that as well you, you can, if you think about it too much it just doesn't work it doesn't happen if you overthink things it it doesn't happen in the same way yeah you know and that's why practice and it's the same with like martial arts with the training and the practice you have to train and train and train you have to make the movements second nature so that you don't have to think about them mm-hmm. yeah and then you can get into flow then you can go into a fight and you the, the, the fight just goes like five minutes or whatever like six seven minute fight and you don't remember any of it mm-hmm. but like the moves that you like that, that 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 you sort of performed were incredible you know yeah, and they these were are just the tools that you're applying and they're incredible <laughs> and they were a split second and you didn't think about them but you just did them and it's the same with the kite surfing you know, at the or the surfing like at the beginning, oh my gosh, the frustration, the learning, like, mm. you know, and you're, you're crashing and you're, you know, and the crashes <laughs> are hard and all the rest, you know, it's not forgiving. But then as you start to get the tricks and the tools and the, and, and the skill, 
then you then you don't think it like you know driving a car same yeah, thing yeah. you know you don't think about it then you get into the state of flow and you you just do it you know right right so it all started from your injury and then you wrote a book about yes. the state of flow yes and that's how the idea came about with the with the adventure yeah absolutely so i um wrote the book and i was like okay i want to do something with adventure because treating people and uh, i specialize in horses as well but uh horses and dogs and treating people i'm working as an osteopath i love it and it's a gift it really is a gift and uh and, and it's a, and it's a very special gift but it was i was always running that risk of okay i can't do risky sports and be working as an osteopath because Why? i can't risk injuring myself if this is my livelihood and this is where my livelihood is coming from mm-hmm. one injury you're out you can't work you can't earn right, and right. so it was kind of like okay i have to rethink i have to rethink and i'd been i i decided two years prior to that that i wanted to develop an online business so i mm-hmm. started retraining in sort of developing myself to to know how to run an online business yeah um but then i kind of forgot i uh, not forgot about it but i kind of lost focus i came back to ireland and um uh, after having lived in a volkswagen polo for like i don't know almost a year <laughs> <laughs> and came back to ireland started working as an osteopath again got injured which was kind of a blessing in disguise it was like no you you know refocus here you, it is here it, it is it actually happened like, this is it exactly and um refocused and wrote the book and decided yeah okay something with adventure something with adventure and i was like oh I'm, again i don't want to be that person that like brings people up mount brandon like three times a week you know and mm. then and then again you're in that situation that if you get injured and yes. all the rest of it and then yeah. i kind of we were thinking like so a lot of my friends are adventure providers like Ryan, like mm-hmm. Eddie, like mm-hmm. Jamie. Not. So a lot of them are adventure providers and I, they all do their own separate thing and they all rely on leaflets and word of mouth. And mm-hmm. if, and then when I started talking to tourists and you're like, Oh, what do you, what did you get up to while you're here? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, you know, we just like went to this pub and that pub yeah. and you know, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, did you go here? Did you go there? And they're all so busy just driving through Ireland. Mm-hmm. They, everyone just drives through, you yeah. know, and they, they don't know what's going on around the place. And I was sort of thinking, oh, blimey, it'd be, how cool would it be if like they were all sort of working together on, on one, on one, in one space. And then I was like, oh, this must exist. Like yeah. this has to exist. And I looked at Wild Atlantic Way's website. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, cool. Like this is it. But they've got everyone's website on their page. Yeah. So and, then you go and uh, And then you have to go into everyone's website and like I'm not even joking. Like mm-hmm. 70% of those websites are wrong as in their mm-hmm. their error 404 yeah, yeah. doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, like You're not the, joking. The, no, I know I'm not. It's it was it was it's just it is the fact. And mm-hmm. then the rest of them are wrong information, you mm-hmm. know, like really old really low mm-hmm. functionality and just horrible and so you're kind of vetting all that information on your website yeah. to make sure that this is this is it and and then so you are like a one point of contact yes so essentially i don't have to go to any other website no. anywhere else no. just just like here here it is here's what i'm booking exactly uh, and right. it works for everyone on the website as well because what happens then is when someone comes sir like say you have a surfing a surfing activity someone comes surfing with you mm. and now they're like oh cool so we're like you know because they're all traveling up the wild atlantic way or going down ireland's ancient east you know mm-hmm. and, and then you go okay cool you want to go and do something else just head on, head on over to this website and book into your next activity and you can by 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 
adopting that kind of uh, an ethos and by everyone within the community adopting that ethos, mm. you'll get the same sort of uh, respect or the same courtesy mm-hmm. returned to you. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, the idea yeah, yeah, that we yeah, build yeah. this community that we're all just, you know, we're we're passing them along, we're passing them through, and they come from one adventure activity, they choose and they, you know, choose and book the next one. Yes, um, and they experience Ireland in a much more interactive way rather than just driving through it. You know. Yeah, but it's it's a. I suppose it's a. I was I was talking with a guy who's around runs B and B, and uh, and he said like the people they often have like a checklist. Yeah. You know, yeah. you go in, it's like, okay, checklist, right. Cliff of Smoher, number one. Yeah, I know. Ding, done. Okay, <laughs> what's, ne- what's next? This, exactly. done. Exactly. And it's, it's like like five minutes, you know, and I, yeah. I I kind of been on that side as well, um, except it was kind of, we've been, it was years, years ago, we've been in Italy on a, like a, a technology conference. Yeah. And it ended up earlier to say, okay, let's, let's do something. So yeah. we said, okay. While we're driving back, we you know the Venus is is on the on the way. So yeah, let's yeah, do Venus, yeah. and I'm not kidding. And we spend maybe half a day, right? <laughs> and, and we said like at the end of that, we can we can write a guidebook titled "How to Do Venus and Where Not to Eat." <laughs> Yeah, but that's the reality of yeah, it you know yeah, and, and yeah. like, and I like fast, fast fast yeah there's this, 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 this photo 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 no you're on holiday <laughs> like chill out you yeah. know chill out and that's what we kind of want we want to do we want to get people to slow down and get in there get out there you know don't just don't just go to the cliffs of moher like paddle around them or you mm. know see what's going on like there are so many super cool adventure activities yeah. going but on but then again you need to kind of focus on one thing and you you gotta know what you want because you know, you always have a time limit, right? I have mm-hmm. a week, mm-hmm. right? So you you have to make a choice. Either you in that week, I'm going to take as many boxes as I can mm-hmm. or am I going to focus on this one place and spend the entire time there, That's right? It. That's right. it. Yeah, you exactly. You've got the you've got the two, and I would always say, uh, go with your feeling. Wait, yeah. Like if it feels like, go with your feeling. Go with that deep feeling in your belly, you know? Because you're... You know, you you, ha- you you can always come back. You can always do it. And and when you get that feeling, when you've met a person or when you've experienced something, you get that feeling that you you need more of it, or you know, you're 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 onto something. Stick with that. Like screw the yeah. itinerary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and and what you, what you said because this is this is interesting because I was always uh, of this opinion. I'm I'm never interested in going. Let's. Oh, let's go to Spain. Mm. Why? I just just see like no. no. I I will go to Spain to catch the big catfish in Ebro River. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go to Mallorca. Why? I just you know let's see when no. I yeah. I want to cycle Sacalobra. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. where I go there. So is is yeah. is this a goal or does a this resonate with what you're saying? Like I ne- I never like just to go for it for a reason like oh just go there and be there and like okay. I'm yeah. here now. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I I can do the two. I'm yeah. happy doing the two. I know that when I go to like the beauty of going somewhere without a plan and without an itinerary is you're open for anything. Mm. But you, you, but then you, then you've, and I've always traveled alone as well. I've done a lot of mm. traveling alone. And mm-hmm. like you've just said, where you just turn up and you're like, right, okay, what's going to happen? And when you don't <laughs> have plans, 
it's incredible what happens and it's incredible where you end up and like sometimes not so great. <laughs> yeah. Or and you then, can miss out as well. You can't, but you, you know, but are you like, you, you could, you know, if that's just a perspective, that's, that's the perspective. That's mm. the perspective. You, if there's a no website like yours, you might not know about the, all the adventures that are that, around well, no, the corner. Well, just that's standing it. there. Well, like, that's oh. it, that's it. And this is going for the people that haven't done the itinerary. Mm. You know, this mm. is going for the people that are, they're on holiday They've said, screw the itinerary. I just want to go and have a good time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they've just, they've arrived and they're kind of like, okay, cool. What to do? Well, at least this, on this website, you can go, you can look at where you are. You can see what's going on in the area and you can just book into it. You can look in the next place. So as well as going to your, ticking your boxes and your checklist and mm. like, okay, we're going up mm. Cliffs of Moher. What else is around in the Cliffs of Moher? And talk about wanting to meet people. You want to meet, you want to meet locals while you're here you want to meet actual genuine like you know people that mm -hmm. are living the culture and you want to get into ireland like this is this is the best way like this is this is it you know these yeah. these these people are experts like they and they have so many amazing stories amazing stories and amazing yeah amazing sort of knowledge of the land yeah. as well it's it's uh there's so much to learn it's really it's, it's special being, it's, it's, this is the benefit of being local and then talking to the locals with, yeah it's kind of like a very you know nothing big but then when you when you're not in that space it's like oh it's quite exotic it's like oh god yeah know? no and it's amazing what you'd find out and like still you know even like even yeah even still it's amazing what you find out we were talking to adventure providers yesterday and We were up in uh, up in the Wicklow area, and mm. it was uh, and they're they, they just incredible. They they, they have um, a lot of boats, catamarans, and mm -hmm. cats and mm -hmm. whatnot. And they're they're just they're they're so passionate. And they're so mm. passionate into into what they're doing, and and they they you know they're running this academy, and they're taking part in all these like like you know European races and all mm -hmm. the rest of it. And this is this is happening, and and sailing like no one like very few people sail here in ireland yeah. like very really? very few people oh i'm surprised and we have in like such amazing there's wind there's just there's a wind blowing wind, like I 350 know. days a year it's like. ridiculous <laughs> and it like exactly and it's and it's and it's not busy mm -hmm. you know that's one of the big things mm -hmm. about the water sports the water sports sector is really under underused and by our domestic sort of by our local community as mm -hmm. much as the tourist community like the, the, the locals don't get out as much uh, you know get out and, and, and enjoy as much as the you know as the tourists do either yeah. it's yeah. uh it's um it's not a shame but it, it's there to, uh, to, to be well yeah. it is a little bit yeah. but, it, it's, I know, <laughs> I didn't, but i don't want to bring any negativity into it, you know <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a shame it's just an opportunity uh, it's an opportunity exactly, it's an opportunity exactly. <laughs> is it, is it is like a fishing boat charters is it is it fall on the adventure so <laughs> and i know you're like a fishing and a hunting podcast no, 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 so it's no, funny no, no. that i've ended up on here <laughs> let's, let's talk so about let's, let's talk about fishing charters <laughs> okay okay so i am quite like uh oh everyone's opinionated right mm. like that's what makes up a human yeah, almost yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. We heard a disclaimer. Now go ahead. Okay. So short answer is what? Like I wanted to have it animal friendly. Hmm. Um. So, and I wanted to have it eco conscious. And my team were like mm -hmm. Caroline, 
you know, because I was like, no, no engines, no engines, you know. And he was like, okay, so what about the diving crew? Like, are you going to stop the divers from going out because they need like a boat only, to only get out? Free divers, y- you on know, the exactly. I was like, okay, now this is becoming really like confusing and complicated. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to have a an eco badge. So mm. each adventure activity is able to fill out a couple of forms, and then depending on whether they new, use motors or if they have plastic mm-hmm. plastic cutlery or plastic stuff, they awesome, you know, awesome, plastic free, right? Plastic free, exactly. Like they get a higher rating, you know? Very good. In terms of the fishing, wow, well, like it's kind of not super animal friendly and it's not really an outdoor adventure sport. So So I tell so I tell you so I tell you it depends. I know. It depends. <laughs> Unless you're wearing like, you know, using a rubber hook or like, how does no, it depend? Rub, rubber ho- no, rubber hooks. No, no it's, it's... If you're using it's, a net. It's, it's, it's not, it's, oh no, net, no, <laughs> net, nets are no, no. Free, free diving, free dive fishing, kind of free fishing. Well, free dive, free thing? dive fishing is a spear fishing. So catch and release is not... No, I know, exactly. Okay. So, so, there's I, just so, no I, so I tell you, um, about seven, eight years ago, mm. I was absolutely mad shark fishing right oh wow shark fishing i i was booking like 10 trips a year which is like every you know the season where the shark blue sharks around ireland are uh really they showing up september very late august and and it goes around you know late november early november Mm. at the latest right um so there's so many weekends so 10 trips is almost in you know every weekend right and I just got completely mad about it. And, and that's how I got into shark trust and shark conservation and oh, how you, okay. you know, how crazy is commercial exploitation of the sharks and, mm-hmm. you know, shark fin has trade and mm-hmm, so on and so mm-hmm, on. So that's mm-hmm. how I become a member of shark trust. And, uh, and the funny thing is that all <coughs> the sharks that we were catching, they were, they were measured, their girth, uh, their fork length and the, and the total length. And they were getting tagged and released back to the water and the uh, data mm. was sent to the fishery board. So the funny thing is that um, governments are funding programs to track sharks mm. and so on, but no one is doing that. And that's up to recreational anglers and, and okay. charter boat skippers who are actually okay. doing that and tagging the sharks and then yeah, yeah. so so that's adventure and i that's that's friendly that yeah no that's friendly like well, the, it's the, still a little bit stressful being like you know hoiked out of your natural environment by yeah. a hook you know of, of <laughs> course of, yeah 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 that's but that's, that's fine i didn't know that and uh, that's actually really great information and it, yeah. it, it's really great oh to i know. can go for our for hours <laughs> because an, another another thing is a is a uh also um the guy i can give you a contact of the guy who's running charter boat he has a place for a big uh a co-nose shark i don't I, I i forget the 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 name but this it like i was strapped i i never caught one i was strapped for two hours and 45 minutes to the shark that weighed around 300 <gasps> pounds it finally it finally got through the uh the wire it was like a 250 pounds test wire and he finally the wire frayed because i i i think i had a too light tackle and it was fighting too long like a two hours but my body was sore like everything was sore the following day but they catching fish you know uh 1.5 thousand pounds 1,000 pounds, big, big shark. So you obviously not yeah. landing that, not boating that shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just uh, cutting the, you know, it's just taking photos and so on. So that's an adventure, you know, it doesn't get any better than this in my book. 
to be strapped oh, yeah. with this big of it. <laughs> no, I just feel for the old, the old fish in the sea. Though you know, like I, they, I, I they can fear, see they fear I know, simple creatures. About, I know, but think about how how sore your body was. Can you imagine, like how how his like little wee gum must have felt? Uh, you you anthropom- <laughs> anthropomorphizing now very, very much. I like I I don't know I I. Uh, Uh, yeah, I I don't know about it. I, it's a funny one. It's a funny one, and I I'm not here to like mm. put my opinion or point of view. Out and you know I don't. Oh, I'm not like I'm not like oh don't go out fishing or all, all the rest of it. But I can't help but I can't help but think mm. like these thoughts do come yeah. into mind, and yeah. it's um it's a funny one. I had the same with horse riding as well. Yeah. So I used to be a professional horse rider. Yeah. For years, I mean, like this is all I did for years mm. and years and years. And I was working in a I was working in a yard in America. I was breaking and training horses out there. And um, and I remember they asked me to ride this this horse. They tried they, and this yard they used to give two year olds anesthetic for the first time that you would ride them, so that mm-hmm. they didn't learn to buck. They were kind of drowsy and woozy. Oh. Okay. It was really strange, and it kind yeah. of made me think a little bit. And I was like, okay, you know what? I don't really know. I want to come at this from a different angle. So that's why I went and did osteopathy. I wanted to do mm-hmm. osteopathy, specialized in horses. So over the the next sort of four or five years, I didn't actually ride horses at all, mm-hmm. and it, and that separation made me see the whole idea and the concept of horse riding in a totally different way. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh my gosh, this is like all just submission to pain Mm -hmm. like the bit just works like it cranks up and pushes Mm -hmm. up into the top of the mouth Mm -hmm. and it's pain and Mm -hmm. the the bridle pushes on Mm -hmm. top and it's pain and Mm -hmm. like the spurs and the whip and the Mm -hmm. like everything about it i thought oh my goodness (laughs) you you do i love i love horses but i don't like i didn't i didn't Mm -hmm. you know i just it's funny when you're so entrenched in something Mm -hmm. you don't realize or you might not appreciate the the effects that that has you know for yeah. someone else and it go, that goes for everything yeah, you know yeah. but so i i came at the uh, outdoor adventure sports i was like i i i really didn't want to include horse riding just because oh f- really oh yeah right. i know see it and it's coming from a like okay the idea behind it it's coming from a good space like this mm-hmm. whole project this whole company it's coming from a really mm-hmm. good space like no one's getting you know no one's taking advantage of anyone in this situation mm-hmm. everyone's mm-hmm. winning in this situation mm-hmm. when something's good it's good for everyone and it should be like that mm-hmm. you know if something's not really good someone's getting screwed over yeah. somewhere you know yeah. but this is good and i i want to keep it good and i don't want animals to get screwed over in mm-hmm. the in, in in the process because even though some horse riding most horse riding places are amazing and they really take mm-hmm. care of their animals and they are fantastic there's always going to be one and there or there's always going to be two or there's always going to be yeah, circumstances yeah, yeah. and there are, are big heavy men riding small horses and like <laughs> you know like it, yeah it's 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 true though and it's like it's tough. so so if you if you could exercise a level of control yeah over what is happening oh, because no. because <laughs> because right because right now it's like there you're you're that, that touch point right you're i'm booking through the website yeah. and then i'm off i go yeah. to a place yeah right it's yeah, yeah. it's off your control yeah so now if you have a control over that n- extra step it's like okay this guy cannot ride on this horse oh, no no no. <laughs> no 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 not no. booked from my website yeah, exactly. no, not no. on my website oh, yeah. <laughs> gosh no i i wouldn't survive that would be far too stressful <laughs> like, to start thinking like that <laughs> far too stressful no 
at the end of the day and it's always been like that you know mm. if you if you if you're very sort of morally or principle driven mm. it's um it can be stressful if you if you let it like you know eat you up and you mm. start campaigning for yeah, all sorts yeah, of yeah. stuff and then you yeah, actually yeah. become quite a negative and not quite nice person yeah, to, yeah, to hang yeah, around yeah yeah, yeah. But at this, you know, so I'm not, I'm not at that level mm-hmm. yet. I have these. Yeah, I have, yeah exactly. I have. Stop I have, it. I know. Stop I know. it. <laughs> but I do have these principles and yeah, I do have these yeah, thoughts yeah, yeah. and I, and you can't unthink something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you have, when you've come to a conclusion or when you've come into a, a state of thinking, you can't really unthink. It's very hard to unthink. You get a lobotomy or something, yeah, but it's very yeah. hard. And, um, and so there, yeah, there, there is, there is a limit and it's like, okay, I, if I'm going to stand behind something and if I'm going to promote it and if I'm going to really work my, you know, my heart and soul into something, it's got to be something that, that, that I feel comfortable mm. with, you know, and, um, and I feel comfortable with segues, even though they're not outdoor adventure sports, <laughs> but I don't feel comfortable with horses. <laughs> you know? So oh, I have had to make right, like right. decisions as yeah. to like, that's yeah. not really outdoor adventure, but we'll let it yeah. go anyway. And then like the horsey kind of th- side of things. And even though it's like, cause the team are like, oh yeah, you know, cause they're bringing revenue mm-hmm. and there's so many th- you know, yeah, things out yeah. there. Cause it is, it's a really popular sport, but uh, I just, I, I like that just, it's too far outside of my principles that yeah. I, 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 I can't. Yeah. And I think, I think that will play to our favor in the end. You know, the, the world is becoming more environmentally friendly and mm-hmm. environmentally conscious. Um, and it and a lot of it comes down to awareness as well. If people really were aware of the impact that they were having on on a on a creature or on a being, because mm-hmm. like I was, you know, I used to do it as a living. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was totally unaware. Yeah. Um. And I, so it does. It comes down to an awareness, really. I yeah. think. Yeah. So two things. So first of all, just for the record, the the, the species of like a six gill shark. Okay. okay. So six gill shark. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> and the funny thing is that that we thought that people will just you know, queue up to go and catch this big of a fish. Yeah. No. They prefer to go to Caribbean, go for like other big, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the, maybe because it's it's not fighting. It's kind of like a lying on the bottom. So yeah. that's a six-gill shark. And perhaps if I can show that it doesn't have a, you know, nerves in, 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 the, in, the, in the gums or in the, you know, then it could go to your website because it doesn't feel anything, <laughs> right? <laughs> So that's a scientific proof. Like, it, okay, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, there is, there would be. I'm sure there would be a way that you could, that you could swing it, that we could get it onto the website. <laughs> the environmental, like the tagging yeah. and like doing good, like that's that's yes. that's a something, you know. And if you yeah. came at it from that angle, totally, like yeah. you know. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not like set in stone, and yeah. I and I. I'm open to suggestion. I'm open to learning mm. and I definitely don't know it all. And I've never looked at something like that yeah. as an adventure sport. Yeah. Um, oh, awesome. Let's, yeah. Let's, 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 let's explore that because yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. this is something I can, I can again go for hours. And even, uh, I think that next week there's going to be blog post uh, about catch and release. Okay. Uh, fishing where, where essentially I'm saying that catch and release is a conservation tool it's not, you know, it cannot, it cannot, it's obviously catching, catching the race, you're catching the fish and you're racing it back to the water and that it cannot stand on the grounds of ethics or morality or any of that because at the end of the day, like you said, you're sticking pointy hook into the fish, you're removing yeah. it down to the water, fish yeah. is in the agony, you're photographing <laughs> yourself, 
smiling or whatever, right? I so, see those photos. I think, oh my gosh, yeah, come on. Yeah. So it's 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 not like an ethical yeah. anything. It's a conservation tool. It, yeah. It's meant to, and you know, on doing good for animals. This is like a subject that I that I just just recently got into, and I find it incredibly fascinating, especially with hunting. Hunting as a tool for conservation and for funding conservation and it's so complex and it's so fascinating and and it's really difficult because for example like you know even without going and talking about africa because it's a whole completely different game but even scotland yeah 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 where in the highlands there there are uh red deer yeah and and hunters are the ones who want to preserve the deer and and protect the deer and have enough deer in a, in a in a landscape and harvest selectively and so on and so on the env- environmentalists yeah. they want to kill all the deer they yeah. want the deer gone like we're here yeah, to yeah, protect yeah. nature and the habitat so guess what kill all the deer yeah 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 which yeah, is yeah. like you know so oh, i know so it's... a lot of people are coming from this this point of view like oh this poor little cl- creature this one singular animal mm. and i w- i want to do no bad no you know to that one singular mm-hmm, animal mm-hmm. where well, in fact you need to look okay hang on a minute you cannot act as if human hand is not at play yeah and you need to take the whole population and make sure like okay what is happening with the whole population? How do I manage that whole population? How do I not yeah. gonna cause conflict with human? What's gonna backfire on this animal? And the more I learn about, it, the more I get into this, it's incredibly fascinating. You know how complex yeah. that is. It is. It is, and it's almost too complex for a human to interfere. You know, it's like it's not. It shouldn't really. It shouldn't be our responsibility to. It, it not in a sense interfere, but it it shouldn't be our responsibility to sort of find that balance and the fact that it is has led to these conflicts between hunters and environmentalists and whose side are we on you know what i mean Mm -hmm. as opposed to just a a natural process taking place and 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 finding and finding its own balance but i think we already passed that point yeah like definitely like 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 Ten thousand years ago, you think? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, you know, f- since since the first humans, they started hunting, and they they've been part of the ecosystem and the balance, and it, yeah, it, yeah, it kind of went downhill from from there. Have they introduced wolves into Scotland yet? Like, I don't know, but I don't think it's a good idea to be honest. Don't you? Yeah. Why don't you? Well, because you quick so first of all you creating conflict with farming industry no doubt there, yeah. there's a, there's a there's a massive problem with farming industry uh so you have that 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 point uh you have all the issue of um like insurance for farmers and so on and so on now wolves they will grow the population will grow and we see that for uh, introducing yeah, yellowstone yeah, 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 yeah. and even in france and in in uh, greece yeah where people are actually uh taking child chi- 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 children um in a buses to to school because they are afraid because of a population of wolves which are killing uh, dogs and they are actually dangerous animals mm. Right. So then there's like, oh, we need to control population of wolves. Mm. Right. And that goes from people who are living out there. And mm. if they see pack of wolves tearing apart their cows. Yeah. Right. That's not the right. I know. So then the law and the law is make it may be made with 
complete separation by yeah. people in a city who thinks like, oh, this wolf is this <laughs> ghost of <laughs> mountains and we need to protect it. And it's like, mm. no, there's a reason we killed all the wolves before. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so then you're creating this massive conflict and massively difficult situation where you need to control population and the people who introduce it don't want to control it but it's it, it, it plays out in various states in the u.s mm. and there's a big discussion about control you know everywhere where the wolves are introduced there's like okay how the recovery looks like okay this is how the recovery looks like once we achieve that then we need to start controlling population we're achieving that level and there's oh no we cannot start controlling walls because we just introduced them you know we cannot hunt them and there's like massive problem created mm. scotland is a very tiny place mm. i don't think there is enough room for for that problem yeah. because ultimately like ultimately the image of the wildlife and the, and, and and the whole environmental movement is just like this big mess where people start fighting with each other and and you have you have yeah. farmers on one side and you have hunters on the <laughs> other side and you have <laughs> environmentalists on the other side and they don't cannot you know yeah. so i don't think it's a good idea for that for that reason mm. it would be good idea if if we know okay what is the carrying capacity of the land this is carrying capacity for the deer and this and that and that how many predators can that land sustain mm. this is carrying capacity of the and unfortunately, because it's land, then you have to manage that. You have to manage predators. You have to manage hoofed animals, you know, prey animals, and so yeah. on. And that obviously builds massive controversy, right? Because, oh, we just introduced the wolves, and now you're going to want to go out and shoot them, right? Oh, it's outrageous. <laughs> and it's just a big mess. It's just a big <laughs> no, mess. So, know, know. A, so, so in principle, yeah. I would love, I would love to have a habitat with <clears throat> prey animals wolves bear whatever yeah. wh what have you yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's perfect but then where humans go i know i know i know i know it's uh it's a funny one it's a big question mm. isn't it it's a big big question and i don't i definitely don't have the answer and um and i but i but it does come to mind and it does it, it does always make you think um it's uh yeah it's a big one because even in Killarney National Park I mean they have mm -hmm. they have a ser you know they they they're doing culls you know every mm -hmm. every year they're doing mm -hmm. you know massive culls yeah um and uh, and they do have a have a real problem with it and with the vegetation you know and, and certain vegetation is being rhododendron oh well that, that's a whole other <laughs> issue the alien species yeah yeah, 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 yeah. the alien species we were actually talking about that the other day um. But yeah, no, the deer. I mean, it, it is it is a thing. It is a thing, and and even even things like rabbit, like in our area mm. where my my parents live, actually, they they have a a real problem with mink, mm. and uh, mink and rabbits actually, mink and rabbits, um, and what are they doing with the mink trapping? No, so what happened a number of years ago, uh, there was a mink farm up in Wicklow, maybe or anyway, it was up country somewhere mm -hmm. and environmentalists went in released all the mink because oh, they wanted awesome. to <laughs> what a great idea yeah so because they wanted to you know free the animals and they thought it was mm -hmm. cruel and all the rest of it so now mink loads of mink loads of mink running around 
and they were causing all sorts of problems. There's a, a decimating ground ground nesting birds and all. Oh, that. exactly. They eat everything, mm. and they like everything, and even in terms of like chickens and mm. livestock. You know, well, not livestock, but chickens and. Also, there's a an animal called the pine martin. Have you heard of the pine mm-hmm. martin? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was it was eating everything that the pine martin would usually eat. So mm-hmm. now the pine martin doesn't have the food. Mm-hmm. So then, the which go- is native, exactly. And then this gets better. So then the government were like, okay, cool. Like we've got this problem. We're now going to give a reward to anyone that can that kills a mink and that mm-hmm. can show us that they've killed a mink. So like you've got all these farmers and whoever. I think it was something that we were talking about the other day, like five pounds mm. for a kill. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> but people didn't know what a mink like the difference between a mink and a pine martin so a lot of the time so they started killing pine martins. <laughs> so a lot of the time they were just killing pine martins. so now we have like an endangered species of like you mm-hmm. know very low numbers of pine yes. martin because yes. of it yes and it just it it just highlights mm-hmm. the beauty of human intervention exactly <laughs> like, exactly <laughs> well well said you know well and said. it's uh and so that's why i'm i'm even i'm tentative to even think about mm-hmm. my opinion mm-hmm. associated with a solution yeah. for deer yeah, or this yeah, or that or the other because i'm like you know what it's like i definitely don't have the opinion it's, like, it's super complex it, super and you need to complex. take into account so many oh my as- gosh. so many aspects yeah. of it it's like like in killarney it's, it's interesting because in killarney the red deer that lives in killarney it's actually native red deer and you Mm -hmm. and it's protected Mm. you you, you cannot hunt it and you know the only time when you can hunt it is under section 54 i think where the farm when they causing damage to farm right so then what else is happening is there they have a sika deer which is non-native deer and what happened for example in wicklow sika deer hybridized with red deer right and there's a whole mess there so to avoid <laughs> so so to avoid that situation because somehow Sika didn't hybridize with red deer in a, in in Kerry, they're heavily cooling Sika. Yeah. So there is less opportunity to hybridize with native red yeah. deer to protect pure blood yeah, native yeah, deer, yeah. right? And like now when you're coming with a mindset of envir- environmentalists who just don't want to hurt an animal like yeah. it's just like what are you gonna <laughs> what are you gonna do what are you gonna do here like, so it is it. it's super challenging it's super challenging super challenging and and in these situations you're never gonna make a decision or make a decision that's that's that suits everyone you're never going mm-hmm. to find uh it's, it's never going to end well once you're like sort of getting involved to that mm. degree it, it, like someone's gonna be upset at some yeah. point yeah yeah you know exactly. the deer in this case <laughs> yeah so do you hunt yourself yeah, yeah, as well yeah, you hunt yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. As it, well? It, no not a lot it's just a just a very recent development like a natural progression from angling okay. but like a similar like i got into the shark trust and and protecting sharks and understanding this is this is you know like for me it's like okay it's not like you know like you, you go with a firearm it's like oh so that's how it looks like boom yeah yeah, yeah. Right? it's like okay actually is it is it declining is it more of this deer is it less of this deer what do they eat right well, how they you know what's going on yeah, so yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. i think that this is very important to have a context and understand like 
what is actually going on. hundred percent. Right? Because then you can you can and, and I and I think it was like a uh Steven Rinella said that he never hunt Africa because he doesn't have context. Mm. You just go there, it's like, oh, there's an animal. Yeah. But like yeah, the, exactly. the, so so I, I think it's a way of connecting with nature and understanding like what's going on, how the animal behaves, <clears throat> how it you know, how it breeds, what it does, this day, this day, whatever, whatever. Now you can understand. You know, so and tell that, me now, how do you feel when you pull the trigger? Um I tell you, it's it's so. I had that question already asked, and I and I even recorded an episode of the podcast, but it was, it was never published for some reason. I think it's a, it's so singular focus on the task because that's really hard work. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. It's not like, oh yeah, 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 yeah no, yeah. it's it's nothing like that. So it's it's definitely a feeling of loss. Yeah. And yeah, no doubt. No doubt. There there is a there is a remorse. There is a there is a feeling of loss. But also there is this so much hard work because the work begins. You need to go in, you need to kind of gut the animal. You need to How do you feel during that process? Like does it ha- what sort of thoughts would well, you Well, I'm not, I'm not I'm not experienced hunter, okay? Mm-hmm. I already I I only started. Okay. So because it's so new, it's like I have such a singular focus, a flow. Yeah. It's such a singular <clears throat> focus, like a first animal that I shot. I I I was just hundred percent focused on the task. Now I, need, I now I need to mark the place where you know I need to go there and I need to look at the animal and now I need to, you know, open the body cavities and cut it up and you know, remove the guts and check the check the lymph nodes if the meat is good, you know, whether it's not and all this thing and now the hard work of actually from the mountain or from the, you know actually getting the animal from it it's a hard work okay so i i and i got <clears throat> i got that question asked you know how do you feel as like as like as almost like i felt nothing yeah okay. because I can imagine. Be, because I, can imagine. I was so focused like yeah. it was Flow. it was a moment like yeah. now it's now it's starting now now yeah. i have a, i got a job to do and it's quite mad. It's quite sort of. Uh, is there any feminist listening? <laughs> is this going to come out right? But it is. It's quite manly. Like sort of go out and hunt, and I can imagine you kind of get into like man. You sort would of do man good. Vibe. You, would, you would do you good. Know? I think you. Would, <laughs> I think you would do quite good. I no, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think. Uh, it's very n- natural. It's it's yeah, exactly. it's, it's very natural. It is. It, it's, it is. It, it is. feels natural. Yeah. Right. It was. It was like. Well, it, it 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 felt like it's something that I should I should learn and done when I was fifteen, and my father who yeah, should yeah, should yeah. showed me that and it's like this is how I do. Well, I had to figure it out watching YouTube videos and oh, you know wow. yeah yeah you you cut it up this way oh, and you wow. cut it okay, up this yeah, way yeah, right yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you're driving and you're thinking like Jesus, what am I gonna cut this way or that way and you know you you yeah. so you're not gonna spill the urine to not contaminate the meat yeah, 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 yeah. you know all that and it's like right this is happening right now I gotta you know just do I, it I just focus you pull yeah, up yeah, your yeah. socks and and uh, ultimately you know you you know that you're dealing with something very serious when you putting your hands into the, you know, still warm body cavity of the animal, right? Yeah, see, that's insane. It's, it's ser- it, you'd know that you're dealing with serious stuff. But then, it's really, it's a meat. That's, 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 a, that's a sustenance. That's, that's where the life meets life. Yeah. And now that animal will... And this is, this is a funny thing, because a lot of, 
anti-hunt, so-called anti-hunters. They think that the hunters just, you know, kill the animal, cut the head off, and that's it. Which is, you know, yeah. I never, I never heard about hunters that allowed any meat to spoil mm. because they know it's a living animal mm. which life was taken, was put in the freezer. That now that meat gonna feed me and my family. Mm. That's a value. While, while people who just buy a chicken in, in, a, in, in a supermarket... It's they, not they, a chicken. They, it's, it's exactly. It's, it's, a, a, it's, it's, an, yeah, it's, it's an item. Exactly. I had, I had exactly. an item, you know, we, yeah, we're supposed exactly. to eat chicken, but we ordered pizza and the chicken gets paused or we throw yeah, it away. Yeah, just throw it away. I know. And if you walk down that meat aisle in the supermarket, you have no idea how many animals, how many lives are yeah. are in that aisle. It's like, it's it's phenomenal. Oh, it's like, a, like a chicken nugget is a, is like a, like a five or six chicken mashed together yeah. into, 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 into well, exactly and exactly. the whole you know probably we can another go for another while about the factory farming and all the oh, antibiotics no, I know, no, I know, and I know, hormones I know. and all that oh no absolutely so that's not healthy oh no <laughs> absolutely and i and it, it's very natural it's, it is very natural you know humans mm. eating meat and mm. all the rest of it I've, I've i'm not i don't eat meat myself mm. um but i'm i've never been you know i never judge anyone mm. for mm. that and i actually you know, I I commend, you know, those that do hunt for themselves and go through that process of understanding that it was a life and it is a life. And, mm. and that's why I was asking about how you feel. You can when appreciate it. it. You well, appreciate every moment That's a moment where you appreciate when you actually put the, you know, pot or the roast. It's like... Oh, you you know, you know, you know where that came, what exactly. went through to get that, you know, and you, you saw the moment from life to death, mm -hmm. which I think is is a really important realization, which isn't which isn't sort of felt enough, you know, go down. The oh, yeah. Market, you know, what oh, I mean? oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly that's exactly, uh, you know, there's at least these, you know. Oh, don't go hunt! You know, you want a meat? Go buy a meat in a yeah, supermarket no, where no. no animals get hurt. Yeah. What? I know. I know. No. 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 <laughs> exactly. No, I don't. I don't agree with like. I, you know, I, I, I definitely be more on the side of the hunters, mm -hmm. especially for in, the, in, in the sense that if they're using it all, they, they've got it. Mm -hmm. It's not just pleasure hunting. Like mm -hmm. obviously, that doesn't sit particularly mm -hmm. well with mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But it is. It still does take us something to to shoot something to 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 have that power uh, mm -hmm. i can i can only imagine it's incredibly difficult yeah i can it's only imagine it's incredibly difficult because you, you you need to know the terrain you need to trick the animal that evolved for yeah. you know thousands <laughs> and thousands of years to avoid yeah. situation <laughs> like that so we need to play the wind and you need to yeah. you know and i i remember one time when i talked to the group of of prickets like a one year uh, uh deer and and I was because I didn't know the land. Mm. I was so close. I was like like four hundred forty meters yeah. from them, right? And so the one thing I could see them with binoculars, but without binoculars, I couldn't see them. I knew that they're forty meters away yeah. there, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I couldn't see them. They're so well blending yeah, into yeah, the yeah, environment. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I played the wind well, so they didn't smell me. But I, because I was so good, I couldn't move. And they kind of like, didn't like what they see. And they kind yeah. of like drifted away. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> that was it. That was it. Gone. 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 So it's uh, actually, it's incredibly, it's, it's incredibly difficult to, yeah, to yeah, actually, yeah. to actually do that. And I'm sure there are people who disagree. and say, oh no, you know, in my father's farm, they're like, yeah, 
Well, <laughs> in, prin in principle, right? You can, yeah. you, and also you can make it hard. Yeah. If you want, you can. Yeah, make of course, of course. Go out wearing a multicolored sort of yeah, yeah, costume yeah. <laughs> with loads of perfume. <laughs> <laughs> I could make it hard. No, it's interesting. It's really interesting, and you know, it's interesting to hear the way you talk about working with the land and. And th and that interests me, you know, and it, it, it does because let's say, you know, we go back to kite surfing, someone that, you know, is so funny. You, you don't realize what you know until you see someone that doesn't know it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yes. And like, so you go to the beach and it's windy and you see someone like trying to like put let's say a wind guard up or like put their towel mm. out and they're working against the wind and they're like trying to like shake it into the wind or like they put yeah. down a bag and then the bag flies away mm. and they just like <laughs> and you just and you and you and you think oh wow like it's that's the, like that whole situation is really tough for them but if they mm -hmm. if they turned this way and then like yeah. worked with the if wind they if, they, if they just knew that like you know nothing's going to stop the wind from blowing right now and you've got you do <laughs> have to just work with it no exactly it's not gonna stop so but it's 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 just it's knowledge that you just develop and then the same you know with the with the mountain you know going mm. up and and knowing to have a you know you need to have a waterproof jacket with you mm. you you don't know what it's gonna be like if there are clouds on the top if it even if it's beautiful down below you don't know what it's gonna be like on top mm. and you don't know especially when you're on the atlantic you don't know when the next weather front is gonna come in so you need to go prepared but then you'll see people on the mountain that are literally like in flip-flops shorts i heard those stories know? i heard those stories about <laughs> the flip-flops like in the, yeah. in the polish mountains same story it's same, same story ladies in the high heels and stuff oh like that oh my <laughs> god you see it all honest to god you see it all and you think blimey like we were up there actually we were up in karen Hill the other day at like i don't know we went up for the sunrise and it was uh and we were coming back down and we met a lady she was literally in pajamas she was <laughs> <laughs> and it was like 60 kilometer hour winds up there and mm -hmm. like you know a bit of a wind chill mm -hmm. bit bit misty rainy yeah, yeah, yeah. under the mountain grand nothing not even a breath of wind it mm -hmm. was insane mm -hmm. but uh it's yeah it's about knowing it's about knowing the environment knowing how to play with it knowing uh knowing the elements and it's and, that, and that's come through in 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 when you've been talking about hunting which mm -hmm. i hadn't appreciated mm -hmm. and, and i hadn't been able to make mm -hmm. that connection of outdoor adventure sport mm -hmm. and hunting before because mm -hmm. the the only thing i was seeing was dead dead animal, dead animal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> But you have you've you've kind of opened my eyes up a little oh, bit. Oh, good. That, which is which is good. I'm like glad. I'm not going I'm out hunting. I'm glad. <laughs> you never know. You never, you never know. No, no, definitely <laughs> not. Maybe with like pink rubber bullets or something. But like no, I I uh, I I don't think I'd be going out going out hunting foraging. I'll go out foraging. Women okay. were always the foragers, uh, okay. the, the hunter gatherers. <laughs> you know, like we were the gatherers. You guys the hunters. Yeah. But yeah. um. No, I do like foraging. There is one thing I I I I, I want to ask you about the surfing. Yeah, go can for you, it. Can you can you lay out for our listeners all the types of surfing? Because yeah. there is surfing and and windsurfing, and then then there's a the longboarding, and oh, there's a the bodyboarding, like, and it's like, yeah. could you could you lay it out from uh, the the starting with the most classic or or you know well established way? And going up the way to the most, you know, bizarre and like barely adventure I, type of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Let's that. That'll be a kind of a funny old progression. So, I'd say the 
oldest one is going to be surfing. I think mm. that that's like the oldest one. And it started with literally like a plank of wood. Mm. Um, and then that plank of wood evolved into a slightly longer plank of wood with like fins to give mm-hmm. a bit more direction, a bit more grip. And then that plank of wood now became shorter again mm-hmm. and like more rails. So it like grabs mm-hmm. a hold and you can you can mm-hmm. really angle it and you can really mm-hmm. maneuver it and fins. And then that was your short board surfing. So that's mm-hmm. like the the surf the the sort of the the classic surfing mm-hmm. so you walk us through the like a progression of a you but this start is, but on this a long board but oh, oh okay start so, on a long board so then so first it's a long long big but, fat foamy but 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 you're saying now about starting as we are right now or are you talking about in history like where the from well, the well that was I was starting with the history so okay. with the history it started with a plank started yeah. with a, a plank of wood playing in waves and that was that but if you were to go out surf mm-hmm. if you wanted to go surfing and go out starting to surf you would start with a foam board so it's made mm-hmm. out of foam it's not going to hurt you mm-hmm. and it's big and it floats and it's easy and it catches pretty much everything mm-hmm. and you can like just play around in the white mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. as you get better that board can get smaller mm-hmm. and you can go right down to like sort of five foot boards mm-hmm. And you could or you could decide that that's not your style and you prefer to like do a nice flowy long kind of it's a style thing mm-hmm. as well. And there's a there's a different style to riding a short board to a long board. So, so there you go. So <clears> two types, two types, short board, long board. And what are the advantages of a short? Board? Is uh, it like a quicker and more short aggressive, board quicker, more aggressive, more sporty um, and you catch a different type of wave as well? Oh um you're like a long board you'd be able to catch more a more sort of a wider selection of waves you need a lot of power and a certain type of wave to be able to to power a short board because mm-hmm. it's got less buoyancy mm-hmm. so it needs more energy whereas mm-hmm. a long board you're you know you can pretty much stand on it mm-hmm. even without a wave and you know you're going to be okay you're not sinking mm-hmm. um so they're the two surfing mm-hmm. Then you have windsurfing, I think, is the next kind of most well-established water mm. sport that was... Uh, so you've got a, a, a sort of a... We have a plenty of wind, but we have no waves. There, well, even, but even with the waves, you can windsurf waves. We, mm-hmm. And like, oh my gosh. And we actually had the Red Bull Storm Chasers. They mm-hmm. came down here a couple of years ago. And they, I mean, they are incredible. Like mm-hmm. you're talking about like 40 foot swell and mm-hmm. these guys and like the chop. Oh, it was beyond belief. Incredible. Mm-hmm. YouTube it. It was insane. Mm-hmm. So windsurfing has been around for ages. And I think they also had the windsurfing world championships here mm-hmm. as well about 10, 10, 10 or more years ago. Mm-hmm. So windsurfing is great really really great it's actually not that difficult it's quite Mm -hmm. easy to get the hang of and yeah you're powered by the wind you've got a sail attached to a board and once you angle yourself right you just fly yeah Um, and again it's the same as surfing you want to be more mobile you want to be you you want to be in the waves you have a shorter board if you just want to like blast across Mm -hmm. a bay super super fast you have a slightly you know you have a bigger board and you just blast Mm -hmm. then Stand. Oh no! Then kite surfing really came onto onto the scene. So kite surfing is one of the newer sports. So you can either have a wave board like a surfboard, or you can have a kind of like a wakeboard. Mm-hmm. Um. So a wakeboard almost looks like a snowboard. It's like a mm-hmm. little, or maybe a little bit smaller and a little bit more flexible than mm-hmm. a snowboard, and thinner. 
um, and you have a harness on and you have a sort of 25 meter lines. Those lines kind of can vary as well, depending on how, uh, you know, depending on the kite, the yeah. wind. There is a, a, I presume there's 25 types of kites oh for, my gosh. for wind. It's exactly. That and you, and, and that's the, the usual. Well, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's with every sport, with every sport, you know, and everything. It's like, you've got to, you know, the, the elements throw at what, whatever the elements mm. throw at you, you've got to put up and you've got mm. to match that with the appropriate equipment, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you're getting, 25 mile an hour winds you don't want to put up a 17 meter kite you know mm-hmm. you want to be putting up like a nine meter kite but you need to know mm-hmm. you need to know what to put up and that's the that's the skill of but i'm it. sure there is also an element of a kind of business element of it as you oh let's develop a, this new Always. better way Always. of kite that will give you just Always. a little bit edge over and we all the- fall for it <laughs> oh we all fall for it what that's gonna make me a pro give it to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like a, like a pile of stuff oh, no, well the thing is the kites are expensive the kites mm-hmm. are like you know you're paying about a grand for a kite mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you do you choose your kites carefully that you mm-hmm. become very close with mm-hmm. your kite. <laughs> very close to the kites and you tend to have a uh what you call a quiver you, and the same mm-hmm. with all the sports like mm-hmm. the surfing the mm-hmm. windsurfing you have a you have a range because if you only have one kite one board you're only going out in one day t- one well that's it. it could it could it could be one day of like the whole, i have a four meter kite and i think i've used that kite like less than 10 times you know and you because okay. you need you need a lot a lot of wind for that kite but mm. you don't like the times that we get a lot of wind it comes with like really big storms as well you don't really want like super like massive stormy stormy weather it's not yeah. safe either yeah. so to have yeah. to have the conditions you, you kind of find like for me a nine meter kite is like perfect and mm-hmm. i use it loads mm-hmm. six meter as well and you kind of have a quiver of like six nine and maybe 12 or mm-hmm. 14 is like a maximum um, and the same with the surfboards. You have bigger surfboards for the days that the waves are smaller and then mm-hmm. smaller surfboards for the days that the waves are bigger. Um, and yeah, you just, you have to have a range, a range of stuff, you know? Okay. And uh, But that's, <clears throat> that goes, like if we started with a uh, surfboard, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There is not that much of the, of the uh, maneuver, I suppose, because it's so simple. Right, I'm sure. Make, I'm sure you can make you, anything complicated. Well, I know. I'm sure <laughs> there are ones with the longer fins and shorter fins yeah. and more flexible fins and, and uh, the shape and the, the shape and, and the concave and the rails. Yeah, and but the, as like, we progressing and going through the windsurfing and the kite surfing, yeah. you adding this is so the like a theme is that you adding complexity and you oh, have all the time more more it's elements. It's ridiculous. So you have, more. have you seen the foil the foil boards? Oh, so these yeah. are boards that like have this sort of metal thing yeah, coming yeah, out yeah, the yeah. bottom and these guys are like elevated above yeah. the water and is it is it how is it powered well so i know again by wind again oh, by, wind. by wind but then they have then you have this like wind dynamic that works yeah, sort yeah. of underneath the board oh, no, i know well. how the hydrofoil works yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. well it's still by wind still by okay. wind but they've got them now they've but got is surfboards or is, or is it kite or is it sail well they have all of them they have okay. it for kite surf they have it for w- Maybe not for windsurf actually. They have ha- definitely have a kite surf. They have it for surfing as well. Oh, um, with okay. like a stand up paddle board, um, with a stand up paddle board paddle. Okay. So you can like get going first, and then you can actually surf the wave on hydro. It's okay. crazy. So we have surfing, windsurfing, kite surfing, stand up paddle boarding. It would be or bodyboarding, bodyboarding. Body Let's talk about bodyboarding. Body oh my god, bodyboarding is just fun. <laughs> like bodyboarding is amazing. Like, do we need to say more? It's 
<laughs> it, it's amazing. It's like, and it's so accessible, you mm -hmm. know. And for anyone that just wants to play in water and have mm -hmm. fun and not get worried about getting hit by a board or like mm -hmm. have the pressure of having to stand up, mm -hmm. bodyboarding is literally just a board that is not a whole lot bigger than like, your body. Like these buoyancy things on the pool. Yeah. For people who are learning to swim. So a bit bigger than kind, that, kind a bit of bigger, a bit bigger but, like, than that. but that idea. Totally the same concept. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So a little bit bigger, like maybe four times bigger than that. Grab a hold of that thing mm. and just head out into the water, pick a wave, and you know what? It like it's just it teaches you timing. It teaches you timing of like when a wave, when to actually catch a wave, and when the wave is p powerful, and when the wave is breaking, and when to. So it may, so it so it's meant to not let you get under the water, because no. it, it seems like hold on to that no, thing no, no, and no. let oh the God, wave. No. It's a total. It's like it's a proper sport as well in its own right. You know, like that thing. Like you can you can be really dynamic mm -hmm. with bodyboards now, and you can do all sorts of like flips. And again, oh, okay, 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 it flips, allows you yeah. to get a totally different type of wave. So now you can get like real dumpy beach break waves mm -hmm. that you wouldn't be able to get with a surfboard because you'd end up just like surfing your board into sand. Mm -hmm. So now you can get these like insane waves that you can't surf with a surfboard, but you can surf with a bodyboard. Yeah. Um. So it's just. They're just different tools to get to different, yeah. you know, get to, to, to experience, you know, the same thing in a different way. Yeah. Um, and you can wear them with flippers as well. So that helps you get into, helps you get into waves. So let's say you're going out into, into bigger waves yeah. and because you can't paddle the same as you can with but a, I, a surfboard. I, I bet, I bet, I bet that the, that the surfers are looking down a little bit oh totally <laughs> Every, oh totally totally i mean the whole community in the water is so messed up like the surfers <laughs> it is like the surfers look down on the on the on the bodyboarders the, the surfers also like actually the surfers don't like anyone the surfers don't like it they don't like the kite surfers they definitely don't like the paddleboarders because they're they're on my waves and yeah, my water well, that, exactly exactly <laughs> and also like and they definitely yeah the kite surfers i mean in in fairness like kite surf lines are like cheese graters mm -hmm. or like cheese slices you know mm -hmm. you don't want to be caught in a mm -hmm. kite surf line mm -hmm. and you know when those things crash like mm -hmm. they are it is messy and mm -hmm. beginners and they like the one thing about kite surfing is because it's quite easy mm -hmm. really it, mm -hmm. it's one of the easier sports to pick up the kite surfing yeah oh. it doesn't look like it and mm -hmm. but it is And so even with no like water knowledge mm -hmm. or like if you haven't spent much time in the water, you can pick it up and you can go out kite surfing. But it doesn't mean you have the, you know, you have the knowledge to go with it. So you don't mm -hmm. know about, oh, there's a big black cloud over there that could bring like huge, you know, oh, yeah, really like, like, winds like sailing is like an element of the weather. Absolutely. Is, is and so huge. then you get these idiots that get caught in really bad <laughs> situations that give the whole sport a bad rap, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, windsurf is kind of, again, like they're a little bit on the outskirts. It's old school, you know, like mm. they're kind of looked at, but it's it's making a little bit of a return. And then no one likes to stand up paddleboarders. So it's like, it's I so even, funny. I, I, even, <laughs> I even heard, I even, I even heard uh, one of, uh, one of uh, uh, famous outdoorsmen said like, if you rewind time, right? Yeah. If you rewind time and let it history play again, Yeah. Certain things would develop again, like hunting yeah. or fishing. And he said like, but I am sure that stand-up <laughs> paddleboarding would not. It was like a fluke in the history that it actually happened. And if you rewind the history, it wouldn't happen again. 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably wouldn't. But you know what? <laughs> it, I probably wouldn't. But it's it, funny you said I that. know, but it but it is great. Have you ever tried it? No. Oh, it's great. You feel like an explorer. It's got a different quality to the other to the other sports because you can go places. I can you, I can I can imagine like oh, a like a nice. like a Everglades or something where it's yeah. quiet. But even here, like, Kinmare, Kinmare Bay, like. Mm. It's, you know, we've got some amazing little spots that mm. are like totally not used, you know, and you can island hop and you can mm. camp on the islands mm -hmm. and you can straddle and paddleboard between the islands and like talk about feeling wild and adventurous. Mm. Like that, that's what it's all about. Is it, know? is it big? Can yeah. you, can you put a gear on yeah. it? Can you put the stuff on it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, so yeah, we can put I like can a see. camping, I can, can, can put a camp. bring your gun and your yeah. fishing rod. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I was wondering if you can fish from, if you can fish from that. that well... I definitely you're definitely it's probably not stable not the enough. most stable like you want to <laughs> be careful you know, ah. god there might be a free ride in it for you you know <laughs> what I mean like you could like choose your fish for your ride but uh no it's great it's great and it's fun and the the beautiful thing about it as well is it's quite accessible and they've actually they've developed these new stand-up paddle boys where you can put wheelchairs onto them oh really? so like and and so in turn oh, that's great super cool super cool and like if you have any kind of access issue or if you've mm. like if you've got any kind of disability at all stand up paddle boarding is one of the sort of easiest ways to get out on the water safely i think and you can get these like pontoony kind of things that mm -hmm. go alongside mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. you know stabilize them even more so it is it's a it's a great sport it is mm. a great sport and and the, that's the thing there's there is something out there for everyone mm. you know there there truly is you know and you and you, and you meet people like I met someone today and that are really caught up in their minds and thinking and you know they don't quite know what's mm. going on mm. and you and you know I know they just need to find their something they need to yeah. find their passion they need to find their sport you know and, th and there genuinely is something out there for everyone and with with that sport comes an amazing community you know becomes comes like-minded individuals exactly exactly you, you know? start you start learning and then you st then when you can pick it up and not fight the wind yeah. or do like hey how am i gonna do that you exactly. know exactly <laughs> it seems impossible how do, <laughs> how do you tie the how do you tie this little thing here yeah, 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 yeah. exactly when you start working with with stuff and with the elements you know it that's when that's when the magic happens you know and that's uh yeah that's when the magic happens so yeah there is something there's something out there for everyone it's and that's the exciting and if you haven't found you something oh my god how right. exciting you're gonna yeah. find it like you know what i mean like, yes, like you got an yes, opportunity yes, to yes, find yes, it yes. so yeah all right listen uh it's been great having you uh, here can you give or do you want to give the like a good big fat plug for your website absolutely wildadventureway.com so wildadventureway.com and I also want to give away a random act of adventure to one of your listeners. So Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, no, more than welcome. So I'm not quite sure how to do this, whether they get in touch with you or... Do you have like a promo code stuff on I your website? I can develop a pro... I, we don't have one yet. But what I was thinking is that the idea is actually that you nominate someone that you think could really do with it. So rather than just like say, I want it, I want it, I want it. You think of someone that's really close to you that you think could really do with a random act of adventure. You get in touch with us over Facebook. You let us know who it is and why you think that they deserve a random act of adventure. And then we'll go out and we'll make their day. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's also go for all our listeners. Yes, find so find find uh, Wild, Wild Adventure Way, Way on Wild Facebook, Way. and also leave the comment yeah. under the podcast, either on the website exactly. or on the whatever podcasting platform you're using. Leave the comments, and then we'll get in touch and we make it happen. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and like and share and support, and yeah, get out there and do some adventures. <laughs> Caroline, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. It's been uh, yeah, it's been it's been great. Really, really great actually. Yeah, really great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and that concludes another episode of Tommy Seldor's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And now go and subscribe on iTunes or on Stitcher or on SoundCloud. Obviously, if you haven't done so yet, rate us, leave the review. This is great help for the podcast. And also follow us on Twitter at Outdoors Podcast or on Instagram at Tommy's Outdoors. And until the next time, bye. You just listened to an archived episode of the Tommy's Outdoors Conservation and Science Podcast. I invite you to take a moment and listen to one of the most recent episodes. I'm sure you'll enjoy it.